back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music, and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio, the weekly music podcast, your favorite podcast. That's why you keep tuning in. This sure. week is the final week, week in Janu- January uh, 2020. Uh, this this time around, getting into our Fearless Beer Review, then getting into our Songs of the Week, and then rounding out the show with some new music and other happenings in the music world. And now I'm not going to tell you what to do on iTunes, but you should go do something on itunes and uh that's pretty much it okay. so let's get right into so our fearless go. beer review <laughs> what do we got jeff uh i don't know what you have but i i got big beer today okay my i, I do not have big beer today what do you have a coors light With no i got um, four peaks brewing and their beer cool beans Ooh, cool beans yeah cool, cool, cool beans cool beans they uh, they didn't used to be big beer though they were they're from Tempe Arizona, and they were recently bought out by Anheuser Busch in 2015. Okay, so they were um, they were not big beer for a while, and their flagship beer is called Kilt Lifter. It's like a Scottish red ale or something. Oh, I've had that. Yeah, it's kind of gross, but that's like the most popular beer in Arizona for sure. Is it really? Yeah, I guess if it's. I mean, yeah, if they have the distribution now with Anheuser-Busch, yeah, that makes sense. But not this one. This one's good, baby. This is good. This is an Imperial Porter, 8.2%, made with coffee and vanilla. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. I have, I have, it's not big beer. This is a, it's a craft brewery. Local, actually, very local. Local boys. Anaheim, Anaheim California. Uh, it's from Unsung Brewing Company, and the beer is called Shatter Spike. Uh, it's an IPA with Citra and Mosaic Burst. A double dry hopped as well. A uh, friend of the pod, Mike, got me this beer uh, for my birthday. So huge shout out to him. Huge and a huge thank you to him as well. Where is that brewery at? Do you know? From what it looks like, it's over at the packing district, Anaheim Packing District. Uh, okay. So, and I think, I've, I think I know where it is, but I've never actually been. So yeah, there's like a... It's weird. Like the can, the can has a really cool label, and then it has like a little story on the side. Oh, um, like it's because it's this is a villain apparently in some sort of story from what it looks like, and then it tells the villain's origin right here. Banished from Kepler 186F, this alien castaway is marooned on Earth and solely seeks survival. And then there's more and more and more. But what the hell? Like a, yeah. So like all of their weird. beers tell like a long lengthy story, and each beer is, is something different. Maybe? It kind of sounds like it, yeah. And, but if you go on the Unsung website, this beer is not even on their website. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not sure. Cool story, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it says, keep cold, drink fresh, or suffer the wrath of Hop Half-Life. <laughs> they are they are going for it. They, 
they have a theme for sure. So, what, what's the, approved by the Brewers Code Commission? Is that a real thing? I don't know the Brewers Code, the BCC. <laughs> the BCC, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it says on here. Anyway, let, let's open these. Yeah, let's open these. Let's just do that. Oh, oh, that is that that is nice. That was a good crack. Good crack. Quick crack it. Ooh, it smells kind of like um. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't place the smell. Something you can't quite put your finger in. Uh, uh, jokes are funny. Yeah. So uh, um, one interesting thing when I was looking this up is they expose their their coffee beans in the cool beans. They expose their coffee <laughs> beans to monsoons because there's high wind in monsoons, and I guess it makes the coffee beans swell to what the fuck? like double their size or something, which um. It lowers their acidity, and so when they mix it in later on, it has like a better taste, I guess. You buy that? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a dry heat, except for the monsoons. Ah, <laughs> uh, monsoon aged. Okay, uh, let's let's get drinking, huh? Let's get drinking. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> this almost tastes like it wants to be juicy. Okay, it's it's better. This beer is better after after a little bit. It's not bad. What is this taste? I'm trying to figure out what this taste is. It's like a pineapple, maybe? Guava? Kumquat? Mm, maybe guava. Might be guava. Have you had a kumquat? Yeah, I used to eat them when I was a kid all the time. We had, there were a bunch of trees around. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't even know what the hell that thing was until like yesterday. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we had a bunch of trees where we were where I grew up at. So we used to pick them and eat them and throw them at each other, and it was fun. That's a stupid name, anyway. Kumquat, kumquat, loquat, and then there's loquats. Okay, that's even worse. That's even more stupider. Just... <laughs> All right, what's your ABV on your beer? Eight point two. Eight. Fuck, man, that's a powerful one. Fifteen IBUs. See, I had this at a bar like a like a couple weeks ago. Maybe I was already kind of toasty, like coffee toasty, uh, mm, but it was like really, really good at the bar, like delicious. And so then we went out and bought a six pack of it, and then now it's it's okay. Just okay. Yeah, it's just okay. All right. It's not bad, but it's just okay. the 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 coffee presence isn't as as heavy as I thought it was going to be. It's just, it's a lot of chocolate here, which is fine. It's okay. Well, it's just okay. I forgot. I was just going to say something, but I totally fucking forgot. Oh. Maybe you're just not into stouts anymore. Maybe you're transitioning out of that, oh, that gosh, phase of your that, life. What would I do with my life then? That could be what's happening. Where would I you go? Just, Hazy's? I mean, you can Come yeah, on. go to Hazy's. Come on. Come on over. Come on over. Come on it's over. It's great over here. Keep singing it. Cool in German means cool. Cool. <laughs> 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 Because it's, it's spelled K U H L, but it has the little the eyes over the U, so it looks like a happy face. Oh, the umlauts. Yeah, but in German, <laughs> I guess "cool" means like chilly or something like that. Like how? Yeah, like it's cold outside. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of what it means here too, in English. But that's not how you spell "cool" in English. Well, I know, but it means the same thing. Cool Maybe. beans. Cool could also mean cool. that you're cool. You know, you're just you're just cool. You're a cool guy. You're yeah, right. You're cool. All right. Cool means cool. <laughs> it is what my, it is. 
No, dude, don't. Do that. <laughs> uh, my my beer is seven point two ABV. I don't know the IBUs. It doesn't it doesn't say, and because it's not listed on the website, it, I, I I just don't know. But it is yes. double dry hopped. What what does that mean again? Double dry hopped. I don't know. It was dry hopped once, and they did it again. That means they they put the the hop in after the boil. Fuck, I don't know, dude. I don't remember. Mike tells us every fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> but we always forget what what's wrong with because us. it's stupid, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we do this whole segment on the pod yeah because you don't care yeah it makes sense yeah. um there aren't a lot of reviews for mine uh just because it seems like it's a very it's a very new brewery and it how many do you like have or how many, how many reviews are there two <laughs> that's how that's how mine is too which is weird because mine's big beer yeah oh that is really weird huh There's and considering you said it's so popular in arizona that is weird very strange. Maybe it's because people don't like stouts because stouts are not good. That's definitely not possible because people love stouts because they're good. No, they don't. Well, this guy, cool. this guy, his name is uh, Two Beer Dogs, posted uh, on Beer Advocate on September 2nd, 2019. Clear golden nectar. White, loose, fluffy head bursts northward, northward, hovers, and then quickly changes course. What's left is a smattering of white clumps of bubbles. Aroma is crisp, pithy, pithy. Oh, How do you say that? There again? it is again. <laughs> grapefruit. <laughs> Some bright floral citrus notes come through after the grapefruit flexes. There you go. I, I'm not going to read anymore. It's he's awful. Pithy, pithy, pithy. pithy. It, what is it? Is it pithy or pithy? Pity patter. I don't know. <laughs> I only learned of that word like two weeks ago. And then Mike corrected us too, and then he made fun of me. And then we forgot. What then we forgot. to say it again? Well. I'm sure you'll tell us again. We just don't listen to Mike ever. I, that's I that's do the common denominator to here. But then I just forget. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> you hear him, but you don't listen. <laughs> I listen to everything he says. Mm. I do. I just have a bad memory. You hear him, but you don't listen. I listen. I just have you a bad listening. memory, so I forget things. Okay, what are you going to rate your beer, Jeff? What do you um, got? I'm gonna give this a solid two. It's out. I would drink it again, mostly just if I was at a bar. I really want to see the difference. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, it's. I mean, it's it's good. I like it. I wish there was a little bit more carbonation to it. It's, it's not a whole lot, so it's kind of like drinking iced coffee, but a fuck ton of chocolate in it. God, that's so gross. Why do you do that? I also have. I also have a cup of coffee here too. Ugh, even worse. What's wrong with you today? All right. Well, if you don't know, our rating system is based off of three. Three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. And then one is a bad beer, but try it once. And zero is just trash. So with that said, I would have to say my beer is probably a two. It's a solid two. I drink it again, but I don't know. I wouldn't go out of my way for it. Even if I went to the brewery, I'd probably try the other stuff. Ain't showing off, ain't falling behind. Exactly. 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 Toit, 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 toit. All right. Well, that's it for the Fearless Beer Review. Jeff, we each gave our beers a a solid two. And um, let's get into the songs of the week. Who wants to go first here? Yeah, let's do it. So, I guess I'll go first. Okay, you go first. What do you got? Okay, yeah, I'll do that. (laughs) So, I was at the... We went to Buffalo Wild Wings the other night because yeah. I, I had this hankering for their super hot 
spicy buffalo sauce. Yeah. And so we rode our bikes there, and um, I was sitting at the, I was sitting at the bar, and this guy, almost almost homeless, but not like dirty or anything. He just looks like he was probably homeless. But he sat down kind of next to me, a little bit, like one chair away from me, but like the chairs were squished together. So it was almost next to me. And he's wearing an anthrax uh, sweatshirt. And this was just after Thrash Week had just ended. And so naturally, I'm like, hey, dude, you like anthrax? See, just like that, too. What the fuck? What the hell? Was that Sorry. anthrax? No, it's municipal waste. Municipal waste. Sorry no, about that. No, sorry. Can, I was just yeah, trying so to set it up. <laughs> he, was, he was wearing an anthrax sweatshirt, so naturally I, I engaged with him and asked him if he liked anthrax, and then we talked about thrash for a little bit, and then he told me to check out this band, Municipal Waste, because I'd probably like them after I told him how much I don't like anthrax and what parts of Metallica I liked and other thrash things, and yeah. uh, I checked Municipal Waste out, and turns out I love them. Fantastic. Right, they're pretty cool. I I never I never listened to them either, and I I'm a bit more of a thrashman than you, but I've always known about them, but I've never never given them a shot. I always thought they were just kind of going to be boring, so I never did. I don't know, but they, yeah, this is solid. Yeah. The, the song you chose, the Wait, art of called? partying from the their art. album of the same name. All right, let's get right into it. So here's uh, the art of partying by Minis- however how the fuck you say. It. There it is. <laughs> the art of partying. It's so fucking good. That was great. Yeah, they're, everything um, you want. They just, they started becoming a band, or they formed in like 2001. And so I think, like whenever I see like a, like a newer band form that mm-hmm. kind of is doing like an old, not like an old, but like an old style of music that was popular decades earlier, I'm always a little bit hesitant yeah, because then it's kind of like, why don't you just go listen or to the right. original stuff? So maybe that's why you were maybe never got into them? Honestly, possibly? I thought they formed back in the 80s. Oh. And that was simply based off of their image. So I, I until just now, I thought they they were from the 80s. Alrighty then. Yeah, their image so. is really cool too. They take a lot from like B, like sci-fi B-movies and mm. some of their albums, um, they mirror stuff from like Toxic Avenger and 
that whole production studio that did all those weird movies. Okay. But yeah, these guys what, are good. Did you man. did you listen to all their their records? No, just this record, The Art of Partying, and then their first album. Because their first okay. album was like fifteen minutes or something. It was so <laughs> short. Fucking shit. That's so cool though. I love that. That's great. Um, yeah, so go go check out municipal. Is it municipal or municipal? I think it's How municipal, it? like a pool, right? Like a municipal yeah. pool. Municipal, municipal pool. Yeah, municipal but then pool. you. <laughs> <laughs> but then you threw me off when you made fun of me. Oh no, I was just kidding. This album okay. was also produced by um, this guy. I, I, as I was reading more about these guys, it was it was produced by this guy named Zeus. They call him Zeus. His real name is Christopher Harris, but I guess he's worked with like a ton of metal bands since like 2000, including like Queensryche, Rob Zombie, Hate Breed, and then like Shadows Fall. But even guys like Joey Jordison has has said that this guy is fantastic in the studio. Interesting, huh? Because yeah, he never worked with Slipknot, so I wonder how he worked with Joey. I don't know. Interesting, interesting. I know Joey has other bands, but for those that are interested, check out Zeus. Yeah, and check out know. this record. It's it sounds really awesome. So it's get into stuff. that. Absolutely. Uh my my song of the week, it I chose it because it's relevant to events that happened this week. Uh and I went with um Zebrahead and it's their song called Get Back. <laughs> There's some zebra head for you, and the song "Get Back." That's I literally such a great just song. realized what you meant by relevant. <laughs> Only because I said re- relevant to the this week's events or something like that. Yeah, you said to this week, and the, all this whole week I've been trying to like think of how it's relevant <laughs> to the offspring. <laughs> I but see that was the thing when I told you it was relevant. I never said to what. I just said it's relevant. Oh yeah, it was so ambiguous. Yeah, it's my fault. I'm sorry. It is your fault because you should have guessed it. I mean, the the line where he mentions Kobe is something that you always sing. Got game like Kobe, act like you know me. So good. Yeah, exactly. It's great. And then, but he had also. Do you notice too? I didn't notice this until this week. But he mentions Donald Trump. 
Does he? Yeah, he says, got to get the dough like my man Donald Trump. <laughs> I guarantee you, whenever they play the song, he never says that anymore. Or he changes the line. He probably says something like, something political. Probably. Che- Cheeto something head or something. Because <laughs> that's always funny. Oh, God. Presidential humor is the worst. The um, worst. Yeah, but I actually did find two correlations to the offspring with this band. Did you? <laughs> You all did right. All this research. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> That's great. Can we tell you now or later? No, just tell me now. Okay. So the first one was Zebrahead did a cover for the Orange County soundtrack, mm. and it was called OC Life. With the Offspring did or the uh, Zebrahead did? Oh, Zebrahead did. Okay. Yeah, the song is called OC Life. And Zebrahead did a cover for it, and it was featured on the Orange County soundtrack. The Offspring was also featured on the Orange County soundtrack with their song Defy You. And then later on, the Offspring did the same cover of the same song, OC Life, for the Rise Fall album. Rise Fall. Oh, did they really? What the fuck's the album called? Oh, Rise and Fall, Grace and Something. Grace and Good Humor. I don't fucking know. But yeah, they did the same the same uh, OC Life cover. Was it that album? Maybe it wasn't that album. I don't know if it was that. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But they did. They, they did do that cover also. The Offspring did of the OC Life. Yeah. Okay. So that 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 that's your connection. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Da, <laughs> but this whole Zebrahead record's really good too. It's it's their second record called Waste of Mind. Uh, it's really good, and I didn't know this either. But um, it, "Get Back" is actually their most popular song to date, That's and it sold over like hundred fifty thousand copies. It's fucking, that's crazy. It's a damn good song. I mean, it's not the best song, but it's um, it's great. It's I think it's their best song. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> no, I would, I would say not. that. No, it's definitely not. But I also have another correlation. And what is it? As I try to find what what the hell that song's from, but the other correlation was. The one of the musicians featured on Americana has also played with Zebrahead as a guitarist or what? As I think he's a trombonist. Ooh, Gabriel McNair. I didn't know that they've they've had songs with uh with a horn section. Who Zebrahead or Offspring? Zebrahead. Oh, yeah. Do they? What must be on their first record then, right? So Ga- Gabriel McNair, he um he's also been featured on other. Bands such as No Doubt, Green Day, Vandals, mm. and he's also written music for movies like the Rugrats movie and the Glee movie, and he helps co-write a bunch of stuff with Gwen Stefani and her solo stuff. Okay, yeah, so he's pretty prolific then within. Yeah, the so scene, I got two so. fucking tie-ins, bro. <laughs> two tie-ins that you know you didn't even need to make. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, to some new music that's come out this week. Sound good? Let's do it. Do we want to play any of these songs? Because I know one of them we definitely can't play because we will get a cease and desist. I just closed the thing. Which one? The Kesha one? The Kesha one. Damn, that's like the best one too. Uh, no, <laughs> but... but uh, oh, it totally yeah. is. Out of all these songs, it, that Kesha's, Kesha's nah, definitely well, the best no, one. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> Billy Talent put out a new song called uh, Reckless Paradise. Honestly, I thought it was pretty boring. I You might agree with me on that, but also I haven't been a Billy Talent fan for like over 10 years, so I don't know. It was cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was 
whatever. Uh, Suicide Machines came out with a new song called Awkward Always, and the new album comes out March 27th. Um, it was more ska than I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to go more of like a hardcore punk route, route with new music, but apparently not. It's it's pretty ska, ska punk, and I, I thought it was cool. Right? It was, don't think it's cool? Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it was... They went in a direction that I did not think they were going to go in. They kind of like backtracked into like the third wave movement, which is really cool. Because mm-hmm. I mean, everybody kind of probably expected them to get harder and come back as they did with like destruction by definition type of stuff. Yeah. So this is cool. I enjoyed it, and I hope yeah. they tour close because I'm gonna go see them. I've never seen them before. Yeah, I, I, that's right, huh? We've never seen them. Mm-mm. That's weird. I wonder why we haven't. We never did, but whatever. Uh, and like we were like what we were saying earlier, Kesha has put out a new song called Tonight. And the song starts out pretty weak, but then like out of nowhere it just picks up and becomes this pop song. It's it's a weird, it's weird so song. Weird. The whole, it's yeah, such the whole a weird song's song. weird. It starts off as she's trying to like actually make maybe a ballad type song and sing, and then it drops into this weird I don't even know if it's her voice, but then it gets into this <laughs> weird like party techno mashup thing. Yeah. I love it. I think it's great. It's all the song is all over the place. I would play it, but I I I know for sure this is a song that would get us a cease and desist, for sure. Um, Gorillas, they're back. They they put out a new song, or I guess just one song and then some like filler around it. Uh, and the song is called Momentary Bliss. It features somebody named Slow Tie and Slaves. And it's cool. It's like this kind of like reggae kind of jam that they're doing, electronic jam that they're doing. It's different, yeah. but it, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I thought it was a really good song. Yep, it was cool. It was great. It'll That's be, all you got to say then. It'll be interesting to see what, what comes out next. That's true. They haven't put out a good record in like 10 years. But, and that's the truth. Damn. You know that. Harsh. You know that's true. Super group coming your way. They're called uh, Echoes of Reckoning. The feature is Brandon Shapati, the singer from Bleeding Through. Uh, David Ellison, the uh, bass player who played with Megadeth for decades. And uh, Phil Demmel, the ex-guitarist from Machine Head, got together. They're putting out some new music. Uh, they put one out called The Permanent Decay. I thought it was okay. I mean, I'm a big Bleeding Through fan. Not really into Machine Head or uh, Megadeth, but... I thought the song was whatever. It was okay. The only part of the song that I thought was okay was like the vocals. Yeah, I know, right? Everything else was kind of boring, I felt. But Brandon's vocals were good. I mean, it sounds no, like I, Brandon. I'm, I'm the opposite then. I don't like the vocals. Oh, you don't like the vocals? No. Oh, okay, okay. The vocals were, were boring to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not, I mean, you've never been a fan of Bleeding Through either. But anyway, um, I do want to play this next song because I just, I want to talk about, I mean, this band. And their music has changed so much. And I don't know if it's for the better or what, but Incubus, they put out a new song and music video uh, called Our Love. They put it out yesterday. Talk about weird. It, it, it's a weird song. It's a weird video. There's not a lot of groove to it because they use this like programmed electronic beat instead. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Here's, um, here's Incubus and the song Our Love. Sound, get to be a 
There you go. I think you get the gist of the song. But it, it it's so wildly different from even what they were doing on their last record. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. What do you think? Um, I think it's just like a silly pop song. I want to like it a lot because I like Brandon Boyd's voice so much. But like the drumming is just non-existent almost and I don't know, just it's not as catchy as I want it to be. That's what bothered me a lot about the music video too was was the was the drummer because he had a snare and a bass drum only as he's drumming in yeah. the middle of a, some fucking weird planet. And it's just like, <laughs> dude, like you're not even, is it supposed to be goofy? Is it supposed to be? I don't understand. I was very confused. If it was supposed to be a joke, it didn't come off as, as quite a joke. If it was supposed to be serious, then it's like, bro, you're missing like most of your kit there. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. But I mean, mind you, he wasn't playing anything else. You know, he was only using what he plays in the song. So I guess that made sense. No, you could hear like the goofy fake cymbals or the hi-hat hits and there was none Yeah, there. but that but that's program. That that's something like the DJ's doing, you know, like on his turntables or whatever he uses. I don't know what he uses. But anyway, yeah, the song is just it is. And then and then they they go to in the video they go to this other planet with a bunch of mushrooms, but all the mushrooms are the same kind of mushroom that's on their very first record that they don't like to talk about. <laughs> so then it got people confused because, you know, are they trying to like throw it back to fungus among us because they they hate that record they they don't like talking about it it's not even on spotify or on streaming services that is weird yeah so i i don't know the band's weird right now but i still like him i've just i've never besides science i don't think they have like a another front to back fantastic album that they do. Mind you, I've only listened to like Science, Make Yourself, Morning View, and then what's the one with Crow Left to the Murder? Yeah, and that one. Yeah. That's that's I love that record too. I just Man, I don't see it. Some bangers. Some bangers, man. You're missing out. And Brandon, Brandon Boy is my favorite singer too, so they're, they're so good. They're Brandon such Boyd, a good band. Sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right. Moving on to a band I know Jeff loves. Loves to death. Dropkick Murphys. They put out a new one called, or they put out two new songs, Smash It Up, Smash Shit Up, and Smash I forgot the up. other one. I didn't write it down, but yeah, they put out two new songs. I mean, it, it's Dropkick Murphys. It, they didn't do anything different than <laughs> anything they've ever done, so it's, it's just it sounds like them. It's what you'd expect. Yeah. So, uh, you liked it, I assume, right? Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. You know what? The the I so the last episode of Punk News podcast that I listened to, I unsubscribed to it. I don't listen anymore. <laughs> But they were shit talking the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, is that why you John and no, uh, no John and Tom were at least, and I was surprised that John was. But yeah, Adam actually defended them a little bit, saying like he knows they're goofy, he knows they're silly. He says, but that's like that's who they are. No one else really does it I, like I they that, do. Yeah. And that was the only time, which is weird that I ended on that episode because that's the only time Adam's ever kind of like defended something in kind of like an intellectual way. Because True. Dropkick Murphys are like their own brand. And then, yeah, they have a bunch of stage antics and they have another bass player so Ken Casey can sing more and they have choreographed dance moves almost. But, dude, <laughs> like, you go to Boston and that whole city loves this band. Yeah. They're yeah, not just right. like a joke. They're not just like a joke stage act. They're, they're an institution in Boston. And then I was watching mm-hmm. ESPN Classics or the 30 for 30 movies, the, the one about the 2004 Yankees versus Red Sox series and like how the Dropkick Murphys were kind of almost ingrained in that rivalry. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it's just crazy when they don't mention these things on punk news. I I expect more out of John. Tom shit talks to everybody. I don't care. I love it. But the first strike <laughs> was a rage when they should talk rage, but not giving credit to actually them being good musicians. Yeah. And this was just the last drop. Like, you know what, guys? You didn't get out of here. I'm done with you. And they constantly shit on Blink, our favorite band. Yeah. Collectively, our favorite band. S9 Radio. They shit on band. them because they're not punk. And I'm like, dude, when the fuck was Blink ever like claiming to be punk? Like, they never did. Maybe like during Cheshire, but that's it. But that's, you know. Like, what? How is that not? Like, Buddha is straight punk music, dude. Like, it's. Yeah, DIY, no, right. shitty. It's god awful. It's sloppy. Yep, yep. But yep. no, Blink signed to a big label, so we gotta pretend to hate him. Tom Tom Trauma. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Oh, Tom Trauma is the best. The worst. I love his other pod. His other podcast is so good. Punk till I die. Go check it out. It's so good. So good. Uh, I can't believe you you, you unsubscribed to uh, Punk News. Yeah, it's crazy. There's, there's just nothing there for me anymore. I get. I don't get anything from that. I've been feeling that way recently too, just because Adam doesn't shut his goddamn mouth on it. But I don't. Tom and John keep me keep me on there. But I don't know. The Punk till I die is a better pod. Just saying. I just. I mean, I I get it. It's called Punk News Podcast, so they're going to talk about punk and punk news. But I don't know, man. I just need. I need like like color commentary sometimes. I need banter, yeah. and they just they don't have any of that. Even like John and Tom, it's 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 pretty. No, dry. they do. No, they they do. Tom's just not but an interesting Ad, but guy. But Adam doesn't. But Adam doesn't allow it. Adam just like cuts everyone off and just talks. And I, what I end up doing when I listen to the podcast, when, once he starts talking, sometimes like if he if he talks for more than thirty seconds, I start fast forwarding it, <laughs> and then I'll get like three minutes ahead, and he's still going with no interruptions. So I, I get through the episodes pretty quick because of that. That is a strange thing too. Is if you notice when he talks, he'll pause to think. And but he'll yeah. do like a fifteen second pause, and nobody will say anything. Almost as if, like, <laughs> as if they're not listening. E- well, either they're not listening, or he's gotten mad at them before for interrupting him mid speech. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I feel like that's something he would do. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, and agree. then and then sometimes he'll go on a rant for however long, and then there be there will there will be a long pause, and then John will just completely change the subject, like completely move on, not not even. Not even comment on what was just said. It was it's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's fucking hate so Adam stupid. But yeah, back to the Dropkick oh. Murphys. They're 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 a solid band, and I don't care. They I I don't care if they lean heavily into the bagpipes and pretend that they're Irish and whatever, dude. They're a cool band, mm-hmm. and they do a lot for their community, and people love them, and they seem to be good dudes, and that's all that matters. You're a Dropkick defender. That's what you are. I don't uh, think fantastic, but they're good. Well, you love them. All you do is talk about them. Uh, the last, the last new song here. I only put it on here because I used to like this band a lot in high school, and I respect that they have not changed their style whatsoever. And I think it's so great, even though it's not very good. And that band is Taproot. They put out a new song called Day by Day, and it sounds like something straight out of 1999 or 2000. Like it's, it's great. I, I love it simply for that even though the song itself is not that good. And I'm sure you'd agree with me on that. No, I could not stand the song. Stupid. <laughs> I don't care if they haven't changed their style. If it's bad just, to begin <laughs> with, it's bad now. I don't care. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's cool. So you, just, um, you think like, even if something's shitty, you think it's cool because they don't change. Like Tom Trauma, like Taproot. Like that's, that's what you do. That's who you are. I get it's it. It's all the T's, man. It's all the T's. Uh-huh. 
All right, Tom let's DeLong. move on. <laughs> <laughs> Except Tom DeLonge does change, so don't don't say that. Um, moving on, that, that's it for new music. Uh, let's get into some stuff that's been happening in the music world. First thing, though, I got a new new guitar. Got a new guitar. Awesome. I love it. It's freaking great. What, it's a. It, it is an Epiphone. It is a. It, it's an Epiphone, but it's still really nice. And it's a Les Paul. Uh, Les Paul Junior. TV yellow and uh, with P90 pickups and it sounds great. It sounds really great. It's really light and I'd highly recommend this guitar. Even if you don't like the color, you can get it there. They sell it in cherry red, not cherry red, but like a, like a matte red and then a black, but it's a, it's a nice guitar and it's, it's fairly, it's actually really cheap. So I'd highly recommend it to people if you're into this style of guitar. I really like the color like on it too. Style. The color is really nice. Yeah, it's I've I've always liked the TV yellow color. It's always been my favorite for a guitar and I've always wanted one like it and this is this was a gift to myself kind of. When were you so. I didn't even know you're in the market for another guitar. Was this like a spur of the moment thing or you well, eyeballing this? I've been I've been well my my dream guitar is a Gibson double cutaway TV yellow 1959 reissue. That's my dream guitar. But they the cheapest I've ever been able to find it has been like 8 to 900 dollars. So it ranges from eight hundred to like five thousand dollars, and uh, so I've just been in the market for that for like ten years. Just been trying to look for one, and never bit found a cheap one. But then I came across this one. I was just like kind of looking around on Facebook Marketplace, and I came across this one, and uh, and the guy was selling it for like two hundred bucks. Like now I I looked it up more and I can get a new one for like one fifty. So I I bought a brand new one. Nice. Yeah, it's just fucking. I love it. It sounds so nice too. It, it's great. I can't wait to play it. Good stuff, man. And you will next month. But uh, but yeah, so that's my new guitar. I just want to talk about it real quick. <laughs> so um, let's move on. Uh, bringing it down some, oh but... Oh, my God. <laughs> what? I was like super excited about his guitar. Oh, another news. <laughs> another news. Let's talk about something really depressing. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, is, this isn't music related, but Kobe Bryant, if you didn't know already, he died last weekend. Uh, he died in a helicopter crash, and uh, it sucks. It's one of those celebrity deaths that actually made me sad. <laughs> yeah. So uh, even even you said it too, and you're heartless. Yeah. I'm I'm kidding, but there's only th- there's only been three that have that made me kind of sad. Kobe's one. What, of what them. are the three? What are the other two? Dave Mira, the BMXer, when he committed suicide, oh. and then Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. I felt pretty bad. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. The with me it was Carrie Fisher was like the big one, but. But th- for some reason, this one was like way sadder for me. I think it's just because he was his age, and it was so unexpected and tragic. Like everything surrounding it was so tragic. But greatest player of all time, for sure, absolutely. I mean, he was, and I, it's crazy, you know, watching all the highlights and everything that they've been showing all over on TV and stuff. The dude was fucking out of his. He was fucking insane. He was great. I mean, it's just there's no other player like him. And then, did you watch the Laker game last night? No, but I watched the um, the tribute and then the, then Bron's speech. Yeah, I mean, dude, the tribute got me, man. It was it was rough. It was it was hard to watch. But I watched the game last night, and it was just you know watching Kobe for twenty years growing up and seeing how he plays and how he plays with other, other people, especially when he passes the ball. <laughs> sometimes, um, you know, it, it it was it was so much fun to watch. But then watching the Laker game last night, even though LeBron and Anthony Davis were there and they're they're so good, watching the other players try to make like clutch shots or, or try to shoot, you know, a three pointer, it just 
and they were just breaking every shot. It was just like this shit would never happen with Kobe. Like Kobe would make all these shots. That's the thing. And it was just it's crazy. Like with me, it's it's almost like I was more sad with just like the death rather than because it was Kobe. But I feel like just our group of friends, there was like a good portion of our younger lives where we just like adored the Lakers and we were so into basketball. And Kobe was like all of our favorite player. And he kind of like brought us all together all the time to watch basketball. Because when he left the Lakers, it was just, we all kind of stopped watching basketball. Yeah, I, I know I did. And so that's... I just wasn't that into it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I just lost interest. And, and he's just, he's such a competitive athlete. And he's such, I, I get his personal life maybe of question, but professionally, I mean, he's he's such an admirable person because he was so good because his drive was insane. And in that tribute, there he talks about, you know, like waking up early and going to bed late and just putting in all that hard work. And it shows, like on court, it shows. And then I was watching a bunch of like clutch, like Kobe's top ten clutch shots, or Toby or Kobe's Toby, 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 <laughs> Kobe's top ten like fights that he was in, and just like he, dude, like never complained, never threw a fit, no. never acted like a baby. But if anybody, like that one time when Dwight Howard stepped up to him and he's like, "You're soft," he called him soft. Didn't call him. <laughs> I didn't know that's call unbelievable. Him, didn't like drop like a, you know, like he's a bitch or anything. He called him soft. Yeah. <laughs> that's like so much more offensive, too. <laughs> oh, God. Like he's just, he always has this cool head, never does anything crazy. And he's just, he's just always there. He's like, a, he's the best player. And he knows he can't coach, but he's, he's a great, he's a great leader. The perfect yeah. leader. That that's what I liked about him too is that he didn't he didn't immediately go into coaching like Jason Kidd did or, or several other players have done, you know he he knew what he was good at and he played to those strengths and he you know coached his daughter that's what he did and he worked with his daughter it was great, so yeah forty one years old that's fucking crazy in a helicopter crash yeah that's I didn't believe it I I just I was shocked absolutely shocked I don't think a lot of the details it. are out on the crash itself but i mean that's got to be like a pretty shitty way to go I, I i imagine a helicopter crash like in the movies right things that start going off beeps are going lights yeah. are flashing and then maybe it spins a little bit so you're you're, you're seeing the <laughs> ground like get closer and closer and closer and closer like that's whoa that's intense yeah. Fuck pretty that. fucking insane man all right well, another a musician actually passed away this week too. Uh, the drummer from Corrosion of Conformity, Reed Mullen, he died at fifty three. Um, he had some heart issues the last few years, but I was never really a fan of the band. But they were a very well liked band within the metal community. Um, so yeah, he passed away this week too. Fifty three, fucking young. Yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah. So the Grammys, the Grammys also happened. <laughs> This week, the day them. that Kobe Bryant died. I, well, you watched like 10 minutes <laughs> and then you had to shut it off because it was so bad. But it was the, uh, what is it, the 82nd, 62nd? I can't fucking believe it's that, like many, that yeah. 62nd. But yeah, Billie Eilish fucking took everything, really. she I mean, she took all the big categories. She won all the big categories. I think it was the first time a female artist has won the big all of the big four. I think so, yeah. And it's like, she's cool, but she's not like that cool, you know? <laughs> she's not that good she's not that good i don't know the grammys are a joke as it is but i i, don't I know. almost think that can remember we were talking about how like the i don't know this executive or the ceo whoever it was was the woman and she got fired or left or stepped down or whatever mm-hmm. it was 
and then Chuck D from Public Enemy came out and, and was trashing the Grammys on how they, they keep telling women to step up, but then they, they fire him and all this all this like stuff was going around how the Grammys were shunning women in, in the rap community and all of a sudden Billie Eilish wins the big four. Yeah, kind of convenient, right? Kind of convenient. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's a total joke. And and like we talked about on the pod before, Grammys mean nothing. It doesn't equate to money. You know, it's like like the the example I brought up before, and I think it's important is like the Mars Volta. They won a Grammy, and I remember the 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 saxophone player for the Mars Volta, he said like a couple years ago that his Grammy's done nothing for him. Like he, he said he, he just like packed it away and he said he doesn't get money from it. He doesn't get any sort of recognition for having a Grammy. He said it's just like a bullshit award that really means nothing because it hasn't, it hasn't opened any doors for him. He said like talking with people and playing shows with people has opened doors, not the Grammys. Like the entire thing is bullshit. Oh, that's it's true. Crazy. I, but, so like what I don't understand, so Billie Eilish won record of the year and she won song of the year. What yeah. the hell's the difference? Album and song of the year? Well, she also won album of the year. She won album of the year, song of the year, and record of the year. Oh, album and record. Did she really? Yeah. And then so the album is the is the one that came out in 2019 when we all fall asleep. And then she won record of the year for Bad Guy, the song. And then the song of the year was also what? Bad Guy. That is, I'm looking at that right now. That's really weird. What does that mean? That doesn't make... I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I actually went back and listened to at least half of that album when we all fall asleep. I was just like, "What? There's got to be something here." <laughs> and it was okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but yeah, it's not a. It's not that bad. It's all right. It's a, it's okay. Yeah. I can't believe this won like the top four, but you know. I think I think it's just because she's so popular right now, amongst young people, and I think, or like, yeah, especially young girls. And the Grammys needed and a woman to win after getting trashed. That, it's that, and I also think you know they 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 want to try to get younger people to to watch the Grammys, so they give her a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's really what I think it was. But and then also she doesn't even write the music; it's her brother who writes all the music, and he doesn't get nearly enough credit. It's kind of it, it's weird. Also, Tool they won Best Metal Performance. <laughs> I'm sure you love that, right? But they were also up. I'm, I'm seeing who they were. Up against. They were up against. <laughs> Tool was up against Candlemass, Death Angel, I Prevail, and Kill Switch Engage. So yeah, I can see why they won because <laughs> <laughs> those other bands, besides Kill Switch, like those bands aren't very good. And well, I mean neither are Tool, but I don't know. I don't know. Grammys suck. Have you have you ever have you ever listened to Gary mm-hmm. Clark Jr.? He's good, but I'm surprised he's winning so many awards and he's so popular. Right why? Now. I don't know, cause I mean, like, he's like a good blues guitarist, good blues singer, but it's not, it's not like, I don't know, it's not great. It's just good, and I, but he's getting a lot. He's like he's like a vanilla, he's he's the equivalent. He's like a vanilla blues artist. That's what it is. <laughs> Speaking of vanilla music, so so the Foo oh, Fighters, as, as everybody <laughs> knows, I think the Foo Fighters are vanilla rock music. So I'm. I'm I went to Walmart to buy some stuff for camping. I had to buy a box. And I was walking back to my car, and they play music in the parking lot at Walmart, and they were playing uh, Learn to Fly. And I just thought to myself, like, wow. That's a good song. This is what it's come to, huh? <laughs> what do you mean? That's All a good right. song. 
I used to it's like that song, song a lot, but not anymore. Because it's stupid. Why? Just because you heard <laughs> yeah, it in the parking Walmart lot? Walmart parking lot. You're Fucking so lame. dumb. You're so God, I hate dumb. that band. You could still like dumb a song for band. playing in a parking lot. Well, uh, uh, this is a band that I'm I'm done with, and that's My Chemical Romance. They're not that good. Were you ever not They're done really with not that good. Uh, I thought after, I don't know. after we did the Black Parade, you, you pretty much I was I was done. pretty done with them. But I'm I'm really done with them this time because they're not that good and and people are getting really upset now. Fans are getting really upset because the tickets to their shows are so expensive. <laughs> but you know that's the way it is. I mean, I bitch about it all the time, but to be surprised by it is is kind of insane. Because I mean, concert tickets are are wildly overpriced, and they're char- I think like the cheapest ticket for the the My Chemical Romance show is uh I think it's like eighty five dollars. Wow. Yeah, and they ranges from that to like two thousand dollars. What? Yeah, no, it's fucking nuts. And uh, and uh, people were complaining like on the Ticketmaster website, like they they had been waiting in the queue for like three hours, and they get through and it's sold out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. It's cause, it's because like scalpers and shit are getting it and then reselling them too for like thousands of dollars. And this is at the they're playing at the Forum. Ugh. Like that's a big venue. I mean, I hate the Forum, but I like that's the venue. a big it's not fucking the area. Big, no, I don't like the venue. Have you ever seen a concert there? No, I worked. I mean, I worked there when. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You worked there. Song the beers. Like, no, I haven't seen any concerts there since they redid it. No, concerts suck there. I mean, I used to see the Lakers play there before, like back. Well, in the they 90s. redid like the entire building, so it probably. I'm sure it sounds better now. Well, it's not the sound; it's how everything's performed there. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's just a stadium. But uh, it doesn't matter. But anyway, my chemical romance. Yeah, they. They they're really not that good, and I don't know why people are spending so much money to see them because they're not good, really. They have some good, couple good songs, but other than that, they suck. Yeah, I think they actually have like two good songs. Yeah, there's only a few, more than two, but mm. a few. but uh, anyway, some some bands that are in the studio right now that's kind of exciting. Animals as leaders, uh, they haven't put out a record in four years. They they were on a roll. They were putting out a record every like year or two. Uh, and then now they've been on this kind of break while well, the the main guy Tosin he started his own guitar company and has been doing been really successful in that so they've taken a break but now all three of the guys are back in the studio making a new record and I'm stoked because it's going to be a collaborative effort again which I really like it's good stuff uh, also Alkaline Trio uh, Matt Skiba posted that they're back in the studio recording new music which is kind of cool hopefully it's their last record was good I, I like their last record and hopefully it's an extension of that. So, cool. and it doesn't sound like Blink, because that would suck. Founding member Matt Skiba, <laughs> and like I said, My Chemical Romance. We're moving on to some like some upcoming shows and tours. My Chemical Romance. They announced a North American tour, and that's what we were just talking about. So, I guess if you are interested, go check it out. I don't really care. I know you <laughs> don't really care, but uh, Bayside, just favorite band. Uh, they're going on tour with Census Fail and Hawthorne Heights, and I could really see you going to this one. Like, I yeah, really for sure. You. Are you really? Yeah. Are I they playing in Phoenix? Yeah, they're playing at the at a place that's semi close. Are you gonna get there early to see Hawthorne Heights? If Hawthorne Heights goes on at like seven, I'll get there at like seven thirty because I just want to see one song. Yeah, but what if they play that song before you get there? Then there's no way because they have nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> they have to play it last. <laughs> Wait, what's or, the dumb, what's the dumb lyric in that song? Cut my wrist and black my eyes. 
or slip my right. but that that would also be smart though because if they announce that they're playing it first then people would have to get there and then like well we're already here might as well see all the lights that's true that's a good point but they'd have to post that on like the socials so people knew yeah (laughs) 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 all right eve six they're doing a 20th anniversary tour uh and they're playing wait they're playing with alien ant farm but what is this horoscope tour that's her album with uh, "Here's to the Night." Oh, okay, okay. I w- the 2000 album. The the what album? The the album that came out in the year 2000. Oh, okay. This is not the one with uh, what's the other fucking song? Oh, um, Inside Out, right? Yeah, Inside, Inside out, out, Inside Out. Yeah, I think that's. The song. That one came out in '98, <laughs> but I'm sure they'll play that song anyway. I'm sure, yeah. I don't. I've never liked Eve Six. I've never liked them. You like those two songs? No, not really. Ugh, I never, I never liked it back then, and I, I remember Ugh. trying to get into it a few years ago when I was with you, and we, we listened to it, and I just couldn't get into it. Like we were driving around, and I couldn't get into it. They're they're playing in Mesa, which is like the next city over, mm-hmm. and I think it's like twenty bucks. And if I'm not doing anything that night, I'm probably gonna go to this. Fuck, man, you're going to so many shows now. I know it's been so long, and I, I miss them. I know I miss them. Uh, Code Orange they're doing a record release tour featuring uh, or no a record release show I'm sorry uh, with Every Time I Die and Zayo it's happening I think in it's on the east coast I don't know if it's Pennsylvania or New Jersey or something like that but uh, that's kind of cool I mean Code Orange is a cool band Every Time I Die is a great band Zayo they were kind of cool back in high school Um, so yeah go check it out if you're in the area record release show I don't remember the date but I think they're also going on tour though after that. I don't think every time I die is every time I die going with them too. I'm pretty sure because they posted dates around Coachella, and every time I die is playing Coachella, right? Mm, I and it was like the same date or like the date after, so I assume that they're going on tour with them. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe. Coachella is really rad. They're fucking so cool. I like. Yeah, they're cool. I like them too. Uh, The last thing we have here is uh, with the Wonder Years, the band. They. they dropped a an acoustic cover of some old song that I don't know, mm-hmm. and they're also going on tour, which I probably won't go to. But this is this is Jeff's Jeff's thing, you know. They're you a like, solid like, like pop punk band with great melodies. They're just a really cool band, and they're really popular. And uh, but kind of like in the underground scene, almost. I don't think they've quite broken through into like the mainstream success, but they're really good. I don't know, man. I just I can't. It it sounds very generic to me. You're crazy. I, well, I mean, did you listen to this one song? The, the I, I didn't. Song? I actually didn't oh. know. Was it good or bad? Uh, I mean, I liked it. I don't know if, <laughs> unless you like the song. I don't know if you're gonna like it. But let me my pick next week. I'll I'll throw some one of your songs at you. All right, go for it. All right. Well, that's about it for the show. Unless you got something else to say. Yeah, I, that's I it. That's all. It's been a. It's. Actually, this went by much faster than I thought it was going to go. Uh, it's been like w- almost one hour exactly. It has. But I mean, that's normally how long these particular episodes are. But I don't know. For some reason, there, there was so much to talk about. I'm surprised we got it through, as, through it as quick as we did. But, uh, but you know. We didn't play any songs, too. We played or one. just the one. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's about it. Um, this is Asinine Radio. This is the end of January 2020, the last week of January. And I wish the music would start playing, but um, it already is. is it playing? Oh, it is playing. Oh, I can't hear it. 
Okay. Yeah. So it is planned. Um, that's it. That's all. Do? I don't even know what I don't he's even, doing. What is he doing? I don't know. I don't understand I, what he's doing. I, I, I never know. know what he does. But that's it. That's all for Asinine Radio. Go listen to the main episode because we get into the Offspring album, Americana. Uh, it's probably going to be really great. So if you listen this far, keep listening. And that's it. That's all. David. <laughs>